All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey guys, I'm really excited for this episode. I've been getting a lot of questions lately about visibility. I actually just taught this masterclass the other day on list building and coaches were asking, how do we get ourselves out there? There's so many different ways to show up online. And so we want to dive into that. We also want to talk about going offline. We also want to talk about some different ways that you can collaborate with different people that have existing lists to get more eyes on your business. Because at the end of the day, you're probably list building right now, creating your signature offer or course, and you're wondering, how do I get this launched? How do I get people to actually know who I am so I can have paying clients? Today, Michelle, we're diving into this. So let's just talk about it. Every coach comes out of the door and they're like, all right, let's just, let's just assume that they know their niche. They know who they're speaking to. They've done their, their market research on their ideal client. And I think the biggest also, not just where should I post, but it's really that question of where is my ideal client hanging out? Let's talk about that even before we talk about list building, because I think when I hear people say, is it Facebook? Is it TikTok? Is it Instagram? Is it YouTube? Is it Pinterest? There's all these different avenues to post on, but how do you find out where your ideal client's hanging out? Yeah, I think the first thing too is to know the demographics a bit. You could do a little bit of digging online. There's already research and studies. They analyze this all the time and they do it frequently because things kind of shift around year to year. You know, so like Facebook has more of like that, you know, it's like 30 something to 44, I believe, like they're thriving on Facebook. And then like you have the younger, you know, early 30s, you know, 20s that are really on Instagram, or even think about like the type of ideal client, like are they career professionals, they're on LinkedIn, you know, like really knowing like who your ideal client is and where they're at demographically so that you can kind of put yourself and really focus your energy on those specific online platforms. And also thinking about that locally, right? So like when you know your ideal client, you know, are they into yoga? No. So then why would you necessarily approach a yoga studio? But you might want to partner with a local gym because your ideal client needs to lose weight. And so they're at the gym, you know, so really, really knowing that and also knowing where they shop, you know, it, it necessarily doesn't make sense all the time to go and try to do a workshop at Whole Foods if your ideal client isn't there shopping necessarily, right? right? Maybe you can build doctor referrals there and, you know, and different networking that way. But if they're still shopping at the local store and buying like standard American diet food or things like that, like don't hesitate 
to go in there and post on their billboard for your, you know, your next workshop or brochure or flyer or anything you have going on. So really thinking about it from their perspective in their shoes, like where are they and where do you need to position your business and your, your services so that you can reach them where they're at, not where you think or where they should be, you know? And I would say for anybody who has not done this market research, it's imperative to get at least three to five people on the phone to ask them specifically, where are you hanging out and what type of information do you like to consume? How do you like to consume it? Do you like an ebook? Do you like doing challenges? Do you like video courses? Do you like master classes? And master classes can be like a 15 to 20 minute class where you're teaching intensively on a certain topic so that that person can deep dive. For that person who has figured out where to hang out, let's talk about even showing up on social media and getting that visibility. What are some of your favorite places to show up? Yeah, I mean, I personally love, you know, again, depending on your 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 demographics there of who you're targeting. Let's say for example, if you're on Instagram, you know, showing up on video or on reels, that's really going to stop the news feed. Like that's going to stop the scroll. People are going to go and stop and watch that. Making sure that you're hashtagging properly, following similar people that you think that they might be interested in and you're commenting, you're liking their stuff so that they see your name pop up and you kind of start engaging in comments. Like being engaging on social media is really, really important. Sharing things from people and just really just trying to be present, build a relationship on social, I think is really important. And if you're on Facebook, you really need to be taking advantage of groups. So that means other people's groups, other people's audiences that they've already, you know, and really. And using that grill, that group as a list builder, because you have those three questions to ask. You can ask like, what are your biggest pain points as one of the question can ask, do you want to sign up for my free gift and name that free gift? Be very specific and then say, yes, do you agree to me emailing? Do you agree to me emailing you my free gift? And then get a yes from them and use that as a list building group. Facebook groups, I think, are still one of the best ways to engage. I think it's one of the best ways to have community because mm-hmm. Facebook's also searchable. But when we're talking search engine, I really love YouTube. Still to this day, I do Facebook ads. I spend good amount of money on Facebook ads. And still, when I get people on a discovery call, somebody will say to me, I was Googling and I found you on YouTube. Yeah, I believe it's YouTube is like, I think the second largest search engine aside from Google. So it's like, everyone should be putting your videos on there and even just, you know, putting your content on there. So if you've done a reel on IG or you do Facebook lives weekly, or even a podcast or anything that you do, like it should be on YouTube with the proper description, the proper title and making it public so that people can find you there as well. And you can always, I mean, I think of where do we show up? I keep hearing people asking about blogging. And I always say, you know, unless you're sharing your blog, people aren't just going to land on your blog unless you have really good SEO. And that takes usually hiring somebody and learning the ins and outs or taking a course and learning the ins and outs of SEO. I still think at the end of the day, it's really good to reach out to 10 different vendors that you know that people who know you, that you can reach out and say, here's a chiropractor's office, here's Mm -hmm. a gym, here's a health food store. Can I do a blog takeover or can I do a newsletter takeover? So you have it on their blog. You have more people reading their information on their blog. And then you can, on that same blog, link to a freebie so you're building your list. 
can do the same thing in a newsletter, can send a newsletter. You can even do a video, which would be more of a vlog newsletter, but you can do a video and then lead them to the call to action to sign up for your free pay. Yeah. And what's really nice about partnering with people like, like also think about local, right? Cause like local referrals are always amazing. Yeah. You know, think about it. Like, do you have like how many local chiropractors are there and are they, do they have a website? Are they blogging? Are they putting content out? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm on some lists locally and I see some of their newsletters and some of them need some help, <laughs> you know, like, so if I was like still, yeah, if I was still health coaching, I'd be like, can I help you out? And like, you know, do a blog once a month for you. And that could be like your monthly newsletter yeah. or something like that, because then you can get featured. And then, you know, you can, they can give you referrals and vice versa, you know, like, so there's a a mutual great collaboration there. So I think really like, and I think the biggest thing that holds coaches back with that is that it's just fear. It's uh, fear of asking. I mean, it's, I think it's fear of asking and it's not necessarily, I mean, look, if you bought content from us, you have tons of content. You can Mm -hmm. even take a portion out of a program and make that a newsletter. Say it's on like leaky gut. You can take it out of the 30-day gut fix and have a whole part on leaky gut. You can definitely go into any one of the program files where there's blogs and pull out a blog and use that as a blog, change up the name of the blog, add in a recipe, make it kind of yummy, and then add your link to your freebie. But if not, you can really spend some time on just stepping back, doing a video, transcribing that video and making a newsletter out of that video making it really easy on yourself to generate that content. Yeah. And like, don't be tied to the outcome. So like, know that, yeah, that person might say no right now. It doesn't mean it's always a no. It might be, a, you know, a yes later on. They may re- reach out to you in a little while, a couple of weeks or months, you never know. But really just getting your name out there and also creating that like relationship, especially if it's local, I think it's really awesome to go in person yeah. and kind of introduce yourself and, you know, try not to be afraid of what they might say, but like, you know, I'm in this space and this is what I focus on. And I know that you're in this space and this is what you focus on. I think it'd be like a great asset, you know, for us to collaborate. I could help your, your patients and I could refer my clients to be your patients because. Well, I and we're the walking business card. I mean, I think anytime I went into a doctor's office, mm-hmm. I would just have business cards there and say, you know, Hey, this is what I do. I would love to send people to you if we can make a relationship that works to benefit the both of us. Yeah. And, and and that's like, that's the most important thing that you can do locally. And I think online, it's really just like, don't be afraid to DM people, to reach out, to send an email, you know, I mean, especially when you see places that you can really collaborate with. So a lot of people have podcasts. A lot of people have a blog that's rolling with guest bloggers and summits even like, I remember hearing like in the past, like talking to like a health coach and then being like, I saw the summit. I wish that like I had the nerve to go and pitch so that I could be a part of it. But I, didn't think I knew enough. And I'm like, but you do know enough, you know? And I remember doing that. I saw this, saw this gut summit coming out and another person I knew was on it. And I remember going and pitching to her and I was super scared, but I was like, this is what I'm going to talk about. Heavy metals and children and Mm talking about toxicity in children and how to detox them naturally. And it was something that I knew I could talk about, something that I was very comfortable in talking about. And she said, yes. 
And so it's like one of those kind of things. And then once you're on one summit, I always say it starts with that visibility because I feel like to get on summits, what did I do? I had visibility on YouTube. I showed up on my personal page sharing all the time about things that I was doing, things that I was doing with my clients, things that I was doing with my family. And I started getting known as that gut and that detox girl. Yeah, and I think that's like, and also think about how you can like amp yourself up a bit and showcase who you really are and like all of your talents. So if you're emailing someone and you're you're trying to like pitch them, don't be afraid to like say like, here's a recent podcast that I did, or here's a recent blog that got published or PS, like here are some testimonials from some clients that I work with, like really validate who you are and like start to build that trust. And don't be shy about that, you know, like I am sure that, you know, unless you're completely starting out new, you might not have testimonials or any, anything like that, but don't but be afraid. Get them from friends and family. I'm literally exactly. screaming into the camera. <laughs> exactly. Because I think every health coach at some, or even like, I remember being in health coaching school and we would partner with our peers. Yeah. So like peers, like you, I walked out with feedback from people that I was like student coaching, like vice versa, you yeah. know, like accountability partners. So, I mean, like definitely take advantage of anyone that you work with free or paid and, and really use that opportunity to get even exchange a, a testimonial. For I remember, and I don't even do yoga, but I did go into a yoga studio and I pitched to them doing a class on burnout. And we did a paid class on burnout. I actually, I pitched to a coconut water company, which was Zico Water, saying, would they donate coconut water? This is what I was doing. I also pitched to Pop Chips because mm -hmm. I wanted to find a chip that was like healthy for people. And both of yeah. these gave donated, Pop Chips donated, coconut water donated. And I ended up doing a paid class on adrenal burnout. And it it ended up turning out great. And it's like, I started being able to do a blog for them once a month, a newsletter, and it really brought in a lot of local people. Mm -hmm. I used to spend two hours a week doing that kind of just going into local venues, walking right in the door, asking who I needed to speak to, health food stores, gyms, chiropractor studios, yoga studios, spas, mm -hmm. hair salons, all these different places that I knew my ideal client. And then when I was at the nail salon, I also would just be talking to everyone, handing out my card in this toxic environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you, maybe your, your ideal client still needs to get pampered. So there, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, definitely. I, I think that like, yeah, just trying to reach people where they're at and not being afraid to show up, I think is the most important thing. Like in, no one's going to do it for you unless you're paying like some create. And even still, you still have to show up to some level yeah. and, and assert yourself as like, this is what you do and this is who you help. And so it's really important to do it and practice it so that you can feel more confidence. Right. And there's definitely ways to repurpose. I mean, if you think about doing a video on YouTube, if you at the same time that you're shooting that like eight to 10 minute video on YouTube, talking about like, what I eat in a day or how I healed my gut or, you know, three reasons that you're not getting better with your hormones or three reasons your hormones are not getting balanced. If you start doing that, you can take on the same day, do a one minute video and just talk about that same topic. And then you have that one minute video for Reels, TikTok, 
even Facebook, I see tons of people these days on their personal page sharing reels that they did for their business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And reels are fun. <laughs> you know, like it might even take a little practice at first, but like reels are so fun and you can use images with them. You know, like if you're on TikTok and you're creating it, you could do video. Really good. You can do one of those, what I eat in a day or go with me through a day. I'm not, not get that fancy. I, I love watching those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I definitely love watching those. Like, I also love the recipe ones. Yes. Whenever someone does a recipe, that also has, that stops the scroll for me. Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny too. I think it was The Voice or something, or maybe it was American Idol, but I was like looking up, I think it was The Voice. It was a contestant and I went to go click over on her page because I like on TikTok, I loved her voice. And it was one of those things that had like the most views. And it was one of her like TikTok reels. And it was like, this is what I, this is how I'm getting ready for the show. And this is what I'm eating. And it was just, it was like that reality lifestyle behind the scenes vibe. And it had a ton, thousands and thousands of views. And I was like, she's getting herself visible, you know, like, and that's honestly like, it's really just shooting your life. Well, and I think that's the other part that we have to talk about. It's like the fear of showing up I see so many people who think that they need to get the perfect plan. You really just need to work on, if you're doing Instagram, work on your social media profile. Make Mm -hmm. sure that you have a healthy social media profile and make sure that you're also taking time to get published in these other platforms like Medium or Thrive Global or Mind Body Green. Look for places that are taking writers in so that you can start saying here, my article on like medium or my article on thrive global and start boosting that in your visibility to be able to have as seen in on your website. But you've got to work on that fear, that fear of just showing up because I hear people who say like, should I be on Instagram? Should I be on Facebook? Should I be on YouTube? Should I be on Pinterest? Like all these different, you should really be where your ideal clients hanging out and definitely find that out so you don't waste a lot of time. I would say for me, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, and I'm on YouTube. I have to get better at doing TikTok. <laughs> but that, yeah. but I go to binge there a lot. But the truth is, yeah. I've never bought from anything from that. But Michelle has, you have bought stuff. I have browsed, yeah, and stuff. And I, there was like these really cute, like little hiking Carhartt hats. And this one was like making the stitches on them with like flowers, something totally unique. And it was a video. And I was like, oh, and then I went on follow. I've followed the whole journey. Follow me on Instagram. I'm only taking orders via DM and like all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, she got me hooked. You know, so I think it really depends on how you show your marketing. I don't. It's just me, but I don't message on TikTok. I just don't even read them. I don't, it's like, I just really watch. But I, a lot of times I notice that it does carry me over to someone's Instagram. Like someone yeah. will say like, yeah. up on Instagram. Um, yeah. And then I notice a, like a multi-purpose of like, they'll take TikTok videos, vice versa, put them on IG and, you know, go back and forth. Yeah. So there's different things that you can do with each one. You know, each platform's all trying to add special effects and different music and things like that. So, you know, really just taking, you know, what you can and multi-purposing it. And keep in mind that if you're doing lives, you can also do that on Instagram. You can have an Instagram live, you can have a Facebook live, you can do great interviews with people. But Michelle brought up earlier, which I just want to bring again, there's so many podcasts in this world 
you can get on somebody's podcast, just make sure you pitch to them. Say, I have a really great free gift for your audience. This is how it would help them. I'm going to talk about, I can talk about these three topics. Tons of people pitched me for the Healthy Hustle podcast. And that's exactly what their pitch is like. They just say, these are the topics, show me a one pager. You can make it really simple, but make sure that you're definitely going back to the basics, writing down 10 places locally that you can reach out to, spending time to go into places locally. I think that's a really big thing before we jump into the online market. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't start a Facebook group. Should definitely start a Facebook group if your person's hanging out. I love my Facebook group community. People know that they can come in there and ask me questions and I'm going to personally answer. And there are a lot of people that set up Facebook group strategies for list building and visibility where you're doing like once a month webinars, weekly lives. I think it's a great place to nurture your ideal client. But remember, at the end of the day, people need to find you. So make sure that you're determining which platform is the right one for you and just go forward and get it done. Would you say that you want to add anything else, Michelle? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there, you know, just like get it done and do it, you know, don't procrastinate. Don't try to be perfect. Just like keep moving forward and and keep going. Yeah. And remember that also at the end of the day, your ideal client for most of you that have gone through your own healing journey Think back to when you were really sick. Where did you go and get information? Where did you go and Google? What were you Googling? And so when you think about what were you Googling, there's some of the things that you can turn that into very social media posts. And you can think, okay, so if I was going on to YouTube and searching, then maybe it would be good for you to go onto YouTube and post videos. If you were going into Facebook, going into Instagram, remember, start asking people, start doing polls on your Instagram and your Facebook, even ask on Facebook, are you more on Instagram or Facebook? Ask on Instagram, are you more on Instagram or Facebook? Keep it really simple. Find out where your ideal client's hanging out and then show up in a really beautiful service-based way. Guys, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for next week's and we hope that you have a great week. Talk to you soon. Bye, guys. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you, bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys soon.